This is a production of the Z Talk Radio Network. The views expressed and opinions given by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Z Talk Radio, its affiliates, or sponsors. Wow. It's dark. Well, let's have some light on the subject. Put on your critical thinking caps and please refrain from hugging. It's time for Dimland Radio with your host, Jim Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. Hello and welcome to Dimland Radio here on the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. Remember, I'm not really a doctor. I just play doctor online. The other night, uh, I was having a long day. <laughs> That's how it was. The other night, I was having a long day, and it, it it was getting toward the end of that long day. And I stopped at a gas station to, you know, fill up some gas. And part of my exasperation of that long day into night. Uh, was that this particular gas station can get really, really busy. It's got like, I don't know, 15 pumps. And sometimes it's, it's everybody's there. <laughs> it's like, does everybody in the state need to get their gas from here? Can't they go somewhere else? Uh, and, you know, why do you go to that station? Well, I can use a little discount card thing and save some money on gas. And um, anyway... I did find a place at the pump, but I've gone in there before where there's there's a couple ways into the lot, and one way in, uh, you know, I, I I head in and somebody's coming in the other way, and they get to a spot that's that's close that that I was going to head to, but because they were closer to it, they got to it. So then I go around, and and then the spot opens up by where I had come in. And so I head back around to get to it, but somebody comes in there and goes right to that spot. Even though I was in the lot before either of those two people, it's just how it worked out. But that wasn't that night. This night, uh, I gassed up and I uh, was ready to... Oh, I'm not sure if, if my night was done quite yet, but I uh, was ready to call it a night. But who knows what I had left to do. And uh, a young woman... And I think she had somebody else in the car with her. It was just on the other side of the pump where I was filling up. Just on the other side. And they, I could hear her talking to somebody. And I could see that she, was, she got into her car. And she's got the window down. And she, she takes a straw. She, she, she got some beverage that required a straw from the, uh, the store part of this gas station. And she took the plastic wrap off of the straw... And she's without even—it's not a hesitation, not even a thought. She's not even. She's not even looking. Uh, and she's she's talking to the person next to her. She just reaches her hand out the window with the piece of plastic that was the wrap for the straw, and just drops it on the ground. And then standing there looking at her. And I just—I uh, wasn't in the—I wasn't in the best mood. <laughs> but I thought, damn it, I'm doing it. So, I moved from my side of the pump, went over, 
Remember, she hasn't pulled out yet or anything. She's still looking at the person she was with. And I said, don't worry, I'll get that for you. And I bend down and I pick it up off the ground. And I put it in the trash can that was about two feet from her door. From her, the door of her car. Two feet. And I put it in there. And she says, sorry. And I grunted or something. But I really wanted to turn and lecture her. You know, just, just, just pick this thing up and say, really? It, you, you can't make the great distance from your car door, the two feet over to this trash can, and put your trash in there? You can't be bothered to do that? Or if you don't want to get out of your car to put this in the trash can, you can't just hang on to it until you get home and put it in the trash at home? You, you don't have a, a plastic bag in your car that you put garbage in, and then you know you throw that bag out every now and you know, once it gets full. You don't have that. That's what we have in our vehicles. We have we just collect it up in a little bag, and then once that's full, we throw it away and get a new bag. That's what we do. You really? You're just going to throw this on the ground? It's just this cavalier, callous. I don't care. Not in my way. I mean. Dropping this on the ground the way you did, young lady, <laughs> and I get condescending because I'm an old man, really tells me a lot about you. But, of course, I didn't lecture, lecture her on all that. I, I was hoping that the grunt that I gave her after she said, sorry, would have expressed all that. It's just, ugh. Oh, well. We move on. <clears throat> Okay, I thought I would do a deep dive into some political topic, you know, topical to today and something that's in the news. And I know I do t I talk about stuff that's in the news. I, I know I do that each week. Uh, but I mean, I, th I thought I'd really uh, dig in, read up on this and get all the information I can and just and just sit with my thoughts and 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 really express uh, an opinion that hopefully is good, that's informed, that I've that I've that I've really gone through. So, so I, I thought I would do that. Um, and so, um, you know, well, bear with me as I as I work this through. I mean, I'm. I think you know. I need. I think it's a good thing for me to do to to find some political thing. That's going on, and just try to really, you know, work it out and see what I can come up with. So, <clears throat> um, I thought I would talk about uh, the uh, the political summit that happened just recently. I guess it was this past Wednesday uh, when um, uh, Kim Kardashian, reality TV star, uh, met with our president. President Trump, uh, former reality TV star, to discuss uh, prison reform, and in particular, she wanted to lobby the president president to uh, grant clemency to a 63-year-old woman who is serving a life sentence for a non-life-threatening drug charge. She's sitting in prison, apparently. So, okay. Um. Well, uh, 
I, I mean, that is to say, I, it's, I, I mean, she might, I, um, well, I, well, and he would have, um, yeah, okay, um, the show Roseanne got canceled this past week. Uh, I, I, let me tell you, I was I was never much of a fan of Roseanne Barr from from the beginning. Just I, I'm I'm aware of her rise in the world of comedy, her stand up routine, the the um, you know housewife from hell, whatever whatever she called herself. Was it the domestic goddess? Is that what she called herself? And I I, th- I, I think I've seen her routine that she did on the, the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, and. And I, I, there's a chuckle or two. She's not unfunny, but just was never, never my thing. Just wasn't quite all that interested. Uh, and then she, you know, she's. I think she did a couple movies, but, but then she got this TV show, and the show was about, uh, as far as I know, because I never watched it, was never interested, didn't care. Uh, but the show was about uh, a blue collar family. Uh, struggling to make it in America, you know, in the whatever decade that was, and it was a pretty popular show. I, my wife liked it when she was a kid and watched it. Uh, um, I guess uh, I, she, there was a character on there. I think that was the sister, the sister of Roseanne. I think that's who she was. I, I, sister-in-law, sister. I, I'm trying to figure out who who she was. Anyway, well, I didn't really try to figure it out too much because I didn't care about the show. Well, it, it was a success, and I do know that they did something where um, uh, in one season the family won the lottery, so now they've got money, uh, and how that affected their lives. And then uh, the her husband, played by John Goodman, he, he his character died. I get I knew about that, uh, but then of course that he didn't really die, and they didn't really win the lottery. It was all some it was all a dream or something, or however they explained it away. Well, then it went off the air, did its run, and it went off the air, and Roseanne kind of dropped out of sight, as far as I was concerned. And, um, you know, life went on. And then just recently, ABC decided to start the show again. Not a reboot, more of a, you know, a relaunch. Uh, it was a just, just let's, let's visit this family now. Let's, what's, what are they going through now? Uh, Dan is still alive. That's the husband's name, Dan. And Roseanne's, you know, they're still married. They still have kids and all that stuff. And they're, they're dealing with the, you know, the sister or sister-in-law, which I don't know which it was. She's still there. And so they're dealing with life. Uh, and it, and apparently when it came on, it was a rating success. It got a lot of viewers watching it, and I think it was doing okay as far as ratings went, or doing pretty well as far as ratings were going. But then, um, before it even went back on the air, uh, something had happened in between in between its the first incarnation of the show and this newest one. Uh, that something is called the internet and social media. That that happened. And the the social media uh, was aflame when when they were bringing her back because a couple of things happened or a couple of things became uh, became understood about Ro- Roseanne Barr. One that she herself, the actress, actor, yeah, I should say actor. We say actor now. 
she herself is a Trump supporter and was during the campaign and still is. And it, it was let out to, to be known that before the show would begin to air that the character Roseanne would be a Trump supporter. And the, here, here we would see through Roseanne, the actor and the character, we saw the two sides of the, or the two ends of the, of the Trump supporter. Uh, the rich Trump supporters and the blue-collar Trump supporters. And when that was known, that this was going to be the case when the show was being put together, or, or coming back, there was a lot of hue and cry on the social media saying that, well, it shouldn't happen. She's, you know, she's Trump supporter and being very mad, you know, because, you know, Trump is evil and racist and a Nazi. We all know that, right? Right. Well, you know. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm not, it's not my cup of tea. I'm not happy with, with a lot of the stuff, but anyway. So we, I was figuring, I should say, that the show was in for a bumpy ride before it even got on the air. Because there was enough of a, from what I could tell from my social media contacts, uh, that's what was going on. Well, it got on the air, and as I said, it was doing pretty well in the ratings. Uh, so, all right, fine. Well, <laughs> um, uh, Roseanne, uh, the actor, took to Twitter. What did, she, what did she write? She wrote, oh, I've got it written down here somewhere. She was writing, it. She, she, I guess it was a middle-of-the-night tweet, which she blamed on Ambien, whatever. You know, it's just like, if, if maybe Ambien put her guard down you know, with something that she wouldn't normally say. Although her ex-husband, Tom Arnold, was talking about how, no, she's, you just look at her tweets over the years. You, she's said, she says this kind of stuff. This is not, she's, he said he wasn't really surprised. Uh, anyway, so she t she tweeted, uh, Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equal VJ. And I guess she was talking about uh, Valerie Jarrett, uh, who was a top aide for President Obama. Uh, you know, so she's <laughs> blaming the Ambien. But, like I said, the Ambien just let her guard down. If, if, it's, if, that's, if, if we're to take her for her word, that that's why she uh, tweeted something as as racially insensitive as that is it's just it, it's, you know come on <laughs> uh it, it's it's i can't you know, people were bringing up well bill maher called trump an orangutan so why isn't that you know why isn't bill maher getting fired because the abc got a lot of heat from that i'm sure sponsors started saying uh no and uh, abc just canceled the show you know, it's, and so we had a lot of decrying of you know free speech and all this kind of stuff and political correctness. Um, there's there's a difference when someone like Bill Maher calls Trump an orangutan, and when someone like Roseanne Barr suggests that this Valerie Jarrett, who apparently has some African blood in her. Uh, that uh, that that you know that she's that she's Muslim, and that uh, and that she's an ape, or at least you know this Planet of the Apes, putting that all together, and there's there's a difference there, and and it's 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 I I wish I was 
smart enough and articulate enough to come up with a way of describing what that difference is. I know there's a difference. I feel like that judge who was doing this pornography case, I don't know if it was a Supreme Court justice or a judge or whatever, that said, uh, words to the effect that uh, he, he didn't know how to describe pornography, but he knew it when he saw it. I, I know there's something here. I don't know exactly how to describe it, but I know it's there. Now, is it straight-out racism? It's so easy for us to just run to the the worst of it. It's so easy to do that. I, I you know, this when when the show was being proposed to come back with with Roseanne's character being a Trump supporter and being of a blue-collar family, it I thought of it. You know, this might be an opportunity. To you know, show the world, show the, that you know, give them a, a, a glimpse of that kind of thinking. That 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 there's some there's more to the idea that these people, these blue collar folks, especially who voted for Trump, aren't just evil people. Uh, they're not. You know, I mean, it, I saw some somebody put on Facebook. You know, can we just say that you know, if you voted for Trump, you're a racist? Can we just say that now? I, I, no. I, I don't think so. No, I don't. They're not all racists. I'm sure there were plenty of them that voted for him, but not everyone who did. It's so easy to just to just paint them in the worst light possible. It's just make them look as as bad as possible. Just immediately attribute the the most malicious thinking possible to them, right? Because who could who could vote for such a guy? I couldn't vote for him. But it, it, it I, I just, it, it's more complicated than just screaming racism. Um, and it, it was a way, it, I thought the show might take a, a lesson from, from All in the Family. Remember when All in the Family came out in the 70s? Archie Bunker was the lead character, and he was just a, a racially insensitive bigot. Would we call him a racist? I don't think we go that far, but he certainly was—he uh, certainly was wrong in his thinking about people, and he was a homophobe, and he was all these, all those things, and he, you know, he was—he—he he had some just these views that a lot of Americans had at the time, and Norman Lear was smart enough to know that if I'm going to do this show, I—you I, just can't have uh, that lead character of Archie Bunker. Espouse, talk the way he does, do what he—you know—to have this attitude that he had on, the, on that show, without a foil, without somebody pointing out, you know, do you know what you're saying? Do you know what you're saying? You know, do you know what that means? And so that was Meathead. Meathead made it possible to have all in the family be on the air, because he constantly rebuffed Archie through the whole thing. And some people were pointing out, well, how is this, you know, you know, Archie, all in the family was allowed to stay on the air, and Archie was making all kinds of terrible statements. But yes, the characters making the terrible statements within the show, constantly being rebuked by his son-in-law, Michael Stivick, that's the name of the character, played by Rob Reiner, uh, Meat, uh, Meathead, constantly being rebuked. Meathead was not Edith, the wife character. Who just was oh Archie, you know, she she didn't rebuke him the way Meathead did. And the other difference is, and that was a possibility with Roseanne that that her sister or sister-in-law character, because I was reading that that she was that sort of that Meathead's 
foil for Roseanne to challenge her on her supporting Trump and all that to try to to humanize everybody to try to help that and trying to you know trying to speak reason to what's going on here and then maybe we get an insight as to why somebody who's blue collar would vote for Trump but it, we didn't get that uh, or the show didn't last long enough for for it to become that and it had some bad moments anyway it was something I heard about how they had Muslim neighbors and and Roseanne thought they were terrorists until they were nice enough to give her their 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 Wi-Fi password, and and it's you know, it's just there was some that's kind of an iffy thing. They should have well, I don't want to go into what they should have done, but you know, it was not handled deftly because they don't have a Norman Lear running that show apparently. So um, so that you know so with all in the family, Archie was always being corrected. And then the other difference is uh, Carol O'Connor himself was very left-wing, as far as I know, or at least liberal. I wouldn't say very left-wing. He was liberal. And he wouldn't be tweeting the kinds of things that Roseanne's been tweeting. So that's there's a difference there, too. Um, there's an aspect of this idea that the political correctness thing that um, that that came up as well. And I'll, I'll talk about that, uh, my idea on that, when I get back from this break. You're listening to Dimland Radio on the Z-Talk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim, Dr. Dimfit Simmons. I shall return in a couple minutes or so. I'll be back. Other guys. The finger. You're listening to Z Talk Radio Network. Do you believe in ghosts? Do you think Bigfoot is real? Do you suspect that your neighbor is really Valtor, leader of the lizard people of Bendar 3? Well, Dr. Dim doesn't, and he'll tell you why when you tune in to Dimland Radio Saturday nights, 11 Central, midnight Eastern on Z Talk Radio Network. It's an hour of science promotion, pop culture rants, personal observation, and of course, skepticism. Join Jim, Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons, Saturday nights, 11 Central, midnight Eastern, for Dimland Radio on Z Talk Radio Network. When, oh when, will someone design an exploding head emoticon? Please, someone, anyone. You're listening to Dimland Radio on Z Talk Radio Network. Your assignment is to listen to the buzz on Monday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Central on ztalkradio.com. This message will self-destruct. If this station is not your cup of tea... Then drink coffee! 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 Drink coffee! 100% news. 100% information. 100% guarantee. I thought you might say that. (laughs) You're listening to Z Talk Radio Network.
these breaks just don't last long enough. <laughs> you know, when I listen to actual radio, terrestrial radio on there. Oh, by the way, you're listening to Dimland Radio on the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com, and I'm your host, Jim Dr. Dimfit Simmons. Get that out of the way. But when I listen to the you know real radio, real talk radio, where people actually listen to the shows, uh, <laughs> and their commercial breaks, jeez, some of them just feel like they go on forever. And it, and they do them sneaky too, because they'll they'll uh, sometimes they don't do it every break, but they'll they'll do a, a live read, you know they'll, they'll make it almost seem like we're still doing show. Yeah, as they're saying, uh, uh, we're going to talk about whatever we're going to talk about, but first we should mention, and then they start doing an ad. But it's it's they make it it's just like oh the host is still talking. But the host isn't doing a show. Uh, they're doing an ad, so it's not part of the, that. It's not part of the program, and then they throw it to the commercial. So it's even a longer break. So mine are like I don't know, three minutes, something like that. But it just boy, they go by quick. I barely get a chance to sip my beer. Uh, anyway, so I was this political correctness thing comes up, and I don't remember who the name of the uh, comedian who said this. Uh, I think it was a comedian. It might have been Louis C.K. I don't know, but um, and I'm not going to get the exact phrasing correct. But uh, the idea of what they were saying was that uh, they get the feeling that some of the people. I'll, I'll, I don't know if that person was as as generous as I'm going to be, but I'll say some of the people who are very upset about political correctness. Uh, seem to be the ones that are just mad because they can't use the n-word, and and that's just some of them. <laughs> there are there's some moments where maybe decrying the political correctness thing, uh, if, however we define it, and that's a tough thing to do. What exactly is this anyway? Uh, there was somebody else that had made a mention about how about we instead of saying political correctness when you're when you find yourself being upset about what you perceive to be political correctness instead of saying that how about saying uh, it was either the, the person either put it as being uh, how about saying be nice to each other or be or treat each other with respect something like you know I can't remember exactly which one it was but either way. And and then and then say to yourself, this you know, this being nice to each other has gone too far, or this being treating each other with respect has gone too far. You know, when you, when you say something like this political correctness has gone too far. See, you know, and I think that's that's a good way to look at it. Um. So, yeah, uh, I I I didn't watch Roseanne, <laughs> and I. It's not on anymore. Oh well, I think there was a missed opportunity, uh, from what I understand about the show. It was a missed opportunity. Um, it's too bad. But you know, I will say there was one time, one time that I can point at where I think political correctness went too far. That it just it was for me it was unnecessary. Uh, and that's Star Trek. <laughs> Star Trek the original series. Remember that? Remember the they had that uh, the preamble. Uh, come and listen to a story about a spaceship named Enterprise, whose mission is to move away from there to go boldly where no man has gone before. I, I, don't, I didn't have it exactly right, but that last part uh, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Now, in that phrase, man is capitalized 
which means mankind, which means humankind, which means human beings, us, the human people who live on this planet Earth. That's what it means. So they are boldly going where no human has gone before. But when Star Trek The Next Generation came along, they changed it. You know, they had all the other stuff in there. But when they got to boldly go where no one has gone before, so that to be a little more politically correct. In fact, in fact, on a, toward the end of that series run, I think it was just before they played the 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 last episode. Just before they played that, uh, they had an hour long. They had a show where where uh, um, Jonathan Frakes, who plays William Riker, the first officer of the Enterprise on the Star Trek Next Generation. Uh, he he hosted the show where they showed the behind the scenes and they talked about the show and what it meant and they talked to people on it and just really like a retrospective of the program. And he points out this sign on the on the set that has a you know it's like a dedication plaque for the ship and then so there's a phrase on there and he says and there's the phrase with the and he said that the politically correct statement where no one has gone before and. It was. It's been pointed out by the the pedants in the world, myself included. I suppose I could make this a pedantic moment, but I will. But I won't play the theme. Why? Uh, the the the. It's been pointed out that that changes the meaning. It's no longer. It doesn't mean humans anymore. It means no one. That means nobody. It's no no Martians have gone before. No. Venusians have gone before. No Vulcans have gone before. It means no one has gone there. There's no one there. No one's gone there. But how come they keep meeting people there? Somebody's gone there because there were people there when they got there. It changed the meaning. It was unnecessary. It just didn't want to feel... You know, I can understand. I understand the motivation. But they should have found a way to change it, where no human has gone before. Put it that way. Might not have felt right, but it, it just, it's just, you know, man meant human beings. That's what it meant. It's capital M. So, you know, it's just a, it's, it's, that's, that's the one point, thing I point at and say, well, that's where political correctness kind of went wrong. Or just wasn't necessary. Did we really need to do that? I understand it, but did we really need to do it? So, okay. Um, but I did. Uh, I did mention a uh, um, a uh, one of these. So why don't I do one? Uh, here we go. No, that's not. Well, let's listen to that anyway. Oh, uh, I don't have <laughs> Remember last week? Perfect. You can send a digital payment. Uh, I don't have one of those payment apps. Perfect. You have a U.S. based <laughs> bank account, right? I have Wells Fargo. Perfect, then you should have Zelle. Perfect! Perfect! <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that that was just a bonus. That was just a bonus. Now here, here we go. And now it's time for a Dimland Radio Pedantic Moment. Ugh. Yeah, this ought to be good. You know, I'm not the quickest knife in the drawer. (laughs) 
listener to the show and friend of mine and a fellow Minnesota skeptic, Craig. Uh, he, he'll get a kick out of this one because it just hit me uh, when I played that perfect ad thing again. Uh, it just hit me. That's something he said. And because he, 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 he sent me a, a, a message saying that he had just listened to last week's show. He, he wasn't able to be there during, when it played um, in the chat room. So he, he downloaded it and listened to it. And he says, I just listened to your perfect show uh, from last week. He said, nice job. And you know, he's complimented me. And then he gave me some comment on something on, on the show. <laughs> I just got... <laughs> Craig, I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> See, he was saying perfect because I was doing this thing about perfect on the show last week, and I just got it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, <clears throat> oh, I do have a pedantic moment. Okay, this one might be uh, a little longer one. Um, <clears throat> I've been meaning to do this one for quite a while. It's it's based on a uh, uh, a little meme that's been going around the social media. It's a, it's a photo it's a it's a photo with some text on it, <clears throat> and it's a it's a message to you know well to well f normal be yourself. They don't say f they they, they spell it out. And when you see this on the show notes page, which is over at dimland.com on click on the blog, you'll see the show notes. I'm not going to censor it. I'm just going to put the picture up there so you can see what I'm talking about. Uh, what they have, it's, it's a picture of a, of a Barbie doll that has been uh, altered. Uh, she's been body modified. Uh, she has uh, 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 tattoos all over. She's got uh, tattoos uh, all the way up onto her neck. Uh, and you know she's tat a big tattoo of an owl on her chest. Uh, she's got evil genius tattooed across her belly. She's got tattoo. Uh, 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 well, actually, evil genius is at a rib cage, and uh, across her belly is the word tattoo. And she's got tattoos on her legs, and she's got the tattoos on the arms, and and on the back of the hands. And it looks like she's got uh, big piercings in her ears. Uh, her face doesn't doesn't have any tattoos on it, and her hair is not is still blonde, but. So they're showing, you know, hey, don't be normal. No, F that. Be yourself. But the thing is, this is my being a little pedantic about this, uh, tattoos are so ubiquitous now and have become this, this way for the last, I don't know, 20 years that aren't tattoos the new normal? Aren't they? I mean... Sometime during the 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 nineties, we uh, uh, this 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 it caught on. Everybody started getting tattoos, or just about everybody started getting tattoos. So it seemed. I mean, your aunt Tilly got a tattoo. She got a little flower on her ankle, or you know, it's a, so the guys, the dudes, would get the the barbed wire tattoo around their bicep. That became it came all over the place. And then and and then the gals. Uh, uh, the, they'd get the they get the uh, what became known as the tramp stamp, the the tattoo in the lower part of the back, or they get the tattoo on their ankle, you know, like Aunt Tilly would get. And it, it, all of a sudden, everybody's getting them. So so you get tat tattoo shops showing up everywhere. I mean, there was one next door to every Starbucks, and it didn't take long before there was 
there was one on either side of every Starbucks. And I wouldn't be surprised that soon there's going to be a you know a tattoo parlor right inside a Starbucks. You know, you you'd go up to you make your order and you'd, you'd say, I'd like a, a, a double mocha latte frappuccino espresso triple sweet with whipped cream, cinnamon, nutmeg, and an I heart mom on my left butt cheek. I mean, come on. And so what ended up happening was the people, the 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 early adopters. You know the the rebels that were getting tattoos in the early days. They well, I, I as I understand it, it can become kind of a uh, 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 an addiction. Does that is that seem like the right word? It it could become that like that where you get the one and all of a sudden you want to get another one and then you want to get another one. You know, it can ha- that can happen. But it, the the folks that were getting them back then suddenly they think, oh geez, you know. The normals are getting tattoos now. Now I gotta get, I gotta get my arms sleeved. I gotta get both arms sleeved. I gotta get tattoos on the backs of my back of my hand. I gotta get tattoos down my legs, on my feet. I get tattoos on my, you know, on my belly, on my chest, on my back, on my neck, on my, <clears throat> you know, areas. And then I gotta tattoo my face. I gotta have my head shaved so that I can get tattoos on my on my on my you know on my bald head, and then the hair will grow back in and the tattoo will be covered. But if I want to shave it again, then you can see the tattoos. I gotta do that, and then you know then I gotta get piercings all over the place. I get multiple piercings in my ears. I gotta get the thing in my nose, you know, between you know like the bone in the nose kind of thing, the old right through the the whatever that middle part of the nose is and then I got to get you know my tongue pierced and I got to get my lip pierced and I got to get the little uh, I got to get the you know if the, the multiple piercing in the ears isn't enough so I got to get the big opening the big opening in the earlobe I got to stretch that sucker out and then I got to get piercings in my <clears throat> <clears throat> you know areas I get it, it's that it starts happening and then that's not enough because the normals are now starting to get more than one tattoo themselves and maybe do the piercing things. And now there's, now that's starting to happen. They're getting their tongues pierced and they're getting their ears pierced with the big, the put the, the what they started with was the the, the, the cap from a, a ballpoint pen. They put that through the ear and then it became these, these bigger circular things and it's bigger and bigger. So now they got to, you know, I got to get a bifurcated tongue and then I got to, I got to do all this stuff. And then I got to get little silicone bits put under my skin so I can have little bumps around it or I can put little, little horns on my, on my forehead forehead it's just it just grows and grows because everybody else is getting the tattoos so it's the new normal and by the way do I have any tattoos nope because I'm a rebel (laughs) oh and I've come up to another break and let's make sure I play the right thing Huh? Let's make sure I play the right thing. So you're listening to Dimland Radio on the Z Talk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I shall take this break and I shall return. Just sit tight. You're listening to Z Talk Radio Network. If you don't clean up your room, the Board of Health is going to condemn it. The Board of Health doesn't even know about your room. 
What's more, they don't care. You know, if you keep making that face, it's going to freeze that way. Not unless you're someplace really, really cold. Actually, a lot of the warnings moms hand out are a bit exaggerated. If you don't get your blood pressure checked, you could have high blood pressure, not even know it, and you could die from a stroke. But she's right about that one. Fact is, high blood pressure contributes to 200,000 American deaths each year. And a third of those who have high blood pressure don't know it. If they did, it'd be simple to treat. Call the American Heart Association at 1-800-AHA-USA-1 or visit AmericanHeart.org on the web to learn more. Better still, ask your doctor to check your blood pressure. If you run without scissors, it's the least you can do. He's endlessly pushing the rock of reason up the hill of paranormal. It's Dr. Dim and you're listening to Dimland Radio on Z-Talk Radio Network. Happy Jack wasn't old, but he was a man. Hi, this is Pete Townsend of The Who. I just want to say that the United States Air Force is a great place to be, a great place to learn a space-age skill and serve your country too. The aerospace team, that's where all the breakthroughs are. See your United States Air Force recruiter. Find out how you too can fly the skies, reach for the moon, and touch the stars in the United States Air Force. Station identification. You're listening to Z-Talk Radio Network. Operating frequency on ztalkradio.com. Welcome back to Dimland Radio here on the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim, Dr. Dimfa Simmons. Okay. Um, not that I think tattoos are terrible things and that the people get them. It's your body. You want to do it. That's fine. It's just I, I'm a rebel, and I'm not going to get a tattoo. I'm not going to get piercings. I'm not going to get you know a bifurcated tongue. Uh, now, if I were to get a tattoo, uh, what I would do... Yes, I've got you know I I have a pretty moly body. <laughs> One of those people that gets the moles, moly, 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 moly. I would have a tattoo done of a mole. I mean, you know, that looks like not not the kind of not the the the, the vermin, the the rodent. I mean, I mean an actual you know like a mole. <laughs> I'd get one of those, so no would be able to tell. And if they say you know if they asked if you, you have a tattoo, yeah, I got one. Yeah, well, let's see it. Uh, it's right here. What that mole? <laughs> That's what it is. Tattoos is, is the mole. <laughs> That's it. See, okay. Well, you know. That's what I do. Um. I I saw something interesting. On the uh, social media, that I think, uh, shows something much deeper than than, um. Than what they, the person who created it may be thinking they're doing. Well, maybe they're onto it too. Um, you know how over there in Hawaii, that uh, that state, the fiftieth state, where you know Detective Captain Steve McGarrett and his five O squad were out hunting down Rich Little. You know that that state. Uh, he 
the this this uh, volcano is going off. Kilauea, Kilauea, whatever, whichever it is. It, it's it's been it's been erupting, and it's not one of those uh, like Mount St. Helens eruptions where it's just boom, you know, just a huge explosion where it builds and builds and builds until the pressure is too much and it just takes out that mountain, which. It, which is the which is the super destructive type where it's just like real quick bam uh, the, the the kind that's going on in Hawaii is one of those it's a slow eruption uh, where the the lava just comes out and just kind of works its way along and just goes wherever the contours of the land will allow it to go and it just kind of makes its way and it's really spectacular looking uh, if I was see Hawaii isn't the kind of place I'd want to go, uh, but but for uh, the volcano, just check that out. Uh, and and there's a there's a, uh, an observatory there. It'd be cool to check that out. I'm not much for sand and surf and sun. I'm not I'm not much for that kind of stuff. It's just it's not it's not much. But who knows? Maybe if I got there, I thought, well, yeah, it was pretty cool. Maybe I'd like it. And next thing you know, I'm wearing Hawaiian shirts and Bermuda shorts and. All that. You know what I saw the other day? Oh, boy. It, it, somebody explained this person to me. I mean, I have a take on this person. But somebody explain this. this you, see what you think. A dude on a motorcycle. No helmet. T-shirt. Short pants. Sandals. Now, this isn't just... Like, this isn't just a guy who who has a uh, an overconfident uh, uh, reassurance or reliance on his ability to operate his motorcycle. This is possibly one of the most trusting people out there. Or, well, certainly naive. But, it, it, and I mean that they're trusting because there are other drivers on the road. You know, motorcycles get hit by cars all the time. People change lanes, or there's near misses all the time because they change lane, they didn't check, didn't see the motorcycle. Motorcycles are smaller, harder to see. You know, you see the mo the the bumper stickers start seeing motorcycles. So, you know, you see that, and you get guys like this guy. I've seen it. I've I, I've seen these guys before uh, on at least another couple of occasions where it's just no helmet, t-shirt, short pants. Sandals. I mean, this guy meets the road, and he's 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 in deep shit. So, I if you can explain that guy. Anyway, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, uh, the the Hawaii thing. Somebody put together an image, uh, a meme thing, which I'll put on the show notes page, that that shows how um, you know how there's perception of the the news that we're getting and the reality and they show they had to get the big island it's uh this this volcano is erupting on the big island and it's two pictures that they have side by side of the big island a big island and it says uh what people what the perceive uh, i don't have the exact words but you know what people think of how the when they think of these this erupting volcano and it shows this you know the the this this huge swaths of red going from one end of the island to the big island to the next and over and spilling over it's this this pattern this huge pattern of flow that's just overtaking practically the whole island 
yeah, it goes from one end to the other, and it goes down to one side. It, it just crosses the whole damn thing. And then it says, and then the reality. And it shows the, 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 the same shot, essentially, of the big island. And it's down in the, uh, the, the, the lower right side of the island, you know, the, the southeastern side of the island. And it's a small little bit that's having it happen. And and that's you know that's a that's a pretty astute observation, you know, and then to to put to put that out there and remind people you know put this in perspective. Now, that doesn't really comfort anybody whose whose homes or businesses or happen to be in the way <laughs> of this. But you know what are you going to do? Um, so uh, as I looked at it, I thought about it some more. I said, but you know, but this is what this is this is what the 24-hour news cycle and the internet has done. You know, if it's been said, and I think I've said it on this show, that if you want to have a more, uh, less worrisome, I should say, if you want to have a less worrisome life, stop watching the news. Don't pay attention to the news. Just do your thing. And, and be nice to other people. Show respect. We, let's let this showing other people respect get out of hand, huh? Let's let that happen. But it, it, stop watching the news because it's just the terrible stuff. And you will think that there's nothing but terrible stuff happening every moment of the day, everywhere. If you if you are constantly looking at the news, and and you get it on Facebook, it's just scroll and scroll and scroll, and it's just like oh god, ugh. Trump is evil. Trump is great. <laughs> you know, it's just you just scroll through. I see I see both ways. I see, you know Trump is evil. Obama's evil. Trump, you know, it's like the Republicans are evil. The Democrats are evil. Everybody's evil. It's just all this stuff is going on. How terrible! It's just you know marijuana cures everything. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it, it's 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 just it's you just look at it and it gets to be a bit of a, a morass. You just go, oh god, do I just. I don't know, man. Sometimes I, 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 I just I, I don't get too active on the Facebook. And I just don't scroll. Man, I tell you, the stuff, and it just drags you out. And that's because, it's partly because, we have this 24-hour news cycle. And we have this internet that brings news to us from all over the world. Where in the old days, we might not have heard some of these stories. The, the whole Florida thing. You know, people, you know, this, the Florida's crazy state because all these crazy stories come out of Florida. Well, Florida has these things called the Sunshine Laws, which makes it very easy for uh, news organizations and private citizens to get information from their government. You get arrest records and things like that. So these stories pop up, and the internet takes them all over the place. Everybody thinks, well, what the hell's going on in Florida? Same shit that's going on in all the other states, but they don't have the same laws. And I guess these the sunshine laws or whatever they have been around in Florida for a long time, and and Floridians apparently are proud of them. They're proud to have that kind of that that you know that that's access to information about what the government's doing and what's going on. And yeah, and 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 I was just reading some article about it, and it's and part of that is that that you get arrest records of people, mugshots, and all this kind of stuff. So you get these these crazy stories. And and I, and I was also pointing out, you know, the internet brings these crazy stories from other parts of the world. So something 
somebody does something crazy, but not earth-shatteringly crazy. In 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 Bavaria, and in the 70s, you wouldn't hear about it. But now, the internet just brings it around. There's a local radio guy who I mention occasionally, named Joe Souchere, and I may have covered this in the past, but it's worth repeating. But he, he, he talked about uh, a, a listener to his show, he has listeners, <laughs> uh, said that uh, um, he, there's a friend of his, I guess, this is, whose name is Samer, and Samer has a theory that all the cell phone towers and the microwaves and s cell phone wa rays and waves and whatever going through the air is b baking our brains and we're going crazy. Yeah, I don't know if Joe Souchere believes that exactly, but he does bring it up a lot. And I just think, no, no, I think it's more likely, and I know causation doesn't mean correl uh, correlation doesn't mean causation. Sorry, get that right. No, not necessarily, but, uh, but the perception, I think, is more due to the idea that, uh, or to the note, uh, to the to the advent of the internet and the 24-hour news cycle, we just have so much more information that we get uh, so much more easily from all over the place. So we're just hearing about these more and more crazy people doing more and more crazy things, and we think we're you know the world's going nuts. It's worse than ever, but actually it keeps getting better. That's what uh, Pendulette says all the time. That's what Steven Pinker is uh, saying that we are getting better. Uh, it's we just we're just we're getting nicer to each other. <laughs> we're getting better. So maybe take a break from the news. Maybe take a break from the social media once in a while. Just kind of eh, maybe just kind of share some cat pictures instead of being so angry all the time. How about that? Let me be angry all the time. That's that's my fun. Huh? Well, I'm not angry all the time. Anyway, I suppose I should uh, give you... A th so that's... That that meme of the uh, showing the volcano eruption, the lava flows going on in, in, in Hawaii, the, the, the way things seem through the news coverage and the way things are are not analogous. I mean, it shows how we can make things so much bigger than they actually are. And it seems like it's so much worse than it actually is. It's not that it's a good thing, what's going on with the lava flowing, where it's going, but it's not the entire <laughs> big island covered in lava. I'll, uh, I'll put all that on the show notes. Go to dimland.com and click on the blog option, and you'll get to the show notes. And Incidentally, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, you can follow on Podbean. Please do. You know, I like my numbers to go up if someday. Uh, we got to figure out how to market me or something. But you know, I was just saying to my wife, I said, you know, my friends make corrections of, of my show when I get something wrong and they get on me. And they're my friends. I wonder how that's going to be with strangers start doing that. I mean, they do that to me on Facebook, which is cool. Yeah, it's, but, hmm, maybe I don't want to be known. Anyway, three cool things. Uh, number three, speaking of the show, uh, I did manage to get three more likes for Dimland Radio on Facebook, my, that my Dimland Radio page on Facebook, which, by the way, if you're on Facebook and you haven't liked Dimland Radio, look it up, give it a like. What could it, what did it hurt? And I share some skeptical stories here and there, um, religion stories here and there, uh, something, 
you know, I, sh I share, uh, I should be a little more active than I am, but I just, I post some stuff once in a while, uh, spot something that I think is interesting or, or, or even cool. I try to put some cool stuff up there, some really neat, neat stuff. Um, here's something, now going back to the Roseanne show talk and all that. Um, last year a movie came out called All the Money in the World. And one of the characters, it's based on something that happened actually, and it has real characters that lived in, in America back in the day. And one of the characters is, is J. Paul Getty. And he was played originally in the film by Kevin Spacey. But then Kevin Spacey turned out to be a creep, and Hollywood has uh, listed him as a non person, so he had to be erased from the movie because, you know, they'd already gotten it almost ready to release. And this revelation of these very creepy, sickening uh, allegations against uh, uh, Kevin Spacey come out. And so what they did, they, they recast the role with uh, Christopher Plummer, an older guy, an actor that's been around for a long time. He was in Sound of Music. He was in Star Trek, uh, Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. He was in a lot of other stuff. And they put him in this movie... And uh, so he had a couple weeks to prepare. They reshot the scenes and got him in there. And he was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor for that part. It's like it was like a little extra thumb of the nose at Kevin Spacey. Ah, look at what we did there, huh? Look what we did. So okay, now you have to know this to understand why I think this was so cool. Why I thought it was so funny. Now to me, all the crap that that all the stuff of Roseanne Barr, you know, not particularly for uh, caring for her comedy, but not thinking that she wasn't that funny, but just, you know, not particularly caring for it, not watching her TV show, not being interested in any of that, and all the craziness with her marriage to Tom Arnold, and her butchering the national anthem, and her, and uh, just, you know, posing as, uh, as Hitler taking uh, 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 cookies, uh, cookies of, in the shape of people out of an oven, taking a picture like that, and then posting on, 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 on Twitter, about uh, Valerie Jarrett being you know, comparing her to the Muslim Brotherhood, adding to Planet of the Apes equaling her. Uh, it's you know all that, all that for me is worth it to get to this joke. Somebody, somebody brilliant, created an image that it's like one of those when you go to a, a, a some a TV studio and you walk down the main hall and there's posters of all their top shows on the walls. And there'd be in ABC, there'd be a poster of Roseanne's for Roseanne's show, and it would have the Roseanne logo and going across, and the ABC logo in the corner, and a picture of Christopher Plummer. It's, I think, it's brilliant. I laughed my ass. Well, then my ass didn't come off. I don't have an ass, but I laughed. I actually laughed out loud when I saw it. I thought it was brilliant. It's a brilliant piece of subtle comedy that. You have to know about that movie. If you didn't know about it, and people didn't know about it, you're not going to get the joke. But I knew about it, and I got the joke. I think it was brilliant. And number one cool thing of the week is, and I'll link to this, it's coronal rain. It's uh, it's something that happens on our sun, and I suppose other stars have this too, where uh, uh, you know there's a star, there's a, f uh, a, a coronal mass ejection kind of thing, and a flare comes out, and when the the material, the the plasma that's blasted off 
in the flare, it's the, if the conditions are just are right, as that plasma uh, um, cools, it comes back down to the surface of the sun, and it creates this looking like a waterfall. It's going through these arcs, and and it's just the coolest thing. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's fantastic. So I'll link to that on the show notes so you can take a look at it because it's really cool. And uh, and I'll tell you, I hope you've had at least three cool things happen to you this week. Good night, Frau Doctor. Good night, Frau Blucher. Oh, I've made it to the end of another show. You've been listening to Dimland Radio on ZTalk Radio at uh, ztalkradio.com. Next week's show will be an exclusive download-only show. I have a scrub job to do on Saturday night, so I won't be here. But remember to be skeptical and extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. And I'm your host, Jim Dr. Fitzsimmons. That's my last name. Reminding you to sleep with the lights off. check out my show notes at dimland.com. Just click on the blog option and you can email your questions and comments to drdim at dimland.com. That's D-R-D-I-M at dimland.com. And the opening theme song, Ram, is by Theolius and is used with permission. Production of the Z Talk Radio Network. And now, a message to our competitors. Thanks, Thanks for tuning us in. My life, you're clever, Dim. It's certainly taken me in. Well, well I'm going, I'm going to hell. To hell.